0: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo. Uh joined by my uh, not socialist co-hosts, uh, returning <laughs> <laughs> for the first time in a couple of weeks, uh, LaDonna Loki. LaDonna, what's going on?
1: Happy to be here. Hello, progressive, Hello. not socialist. Hashtag.
0: <laughs> Same shit. Well, you know, Nancy Pelosi saying she's a progressive now, so I, I figured we needed to, to
2: shift the uh, dialogue a little bit. But yeah, uh,
1: compared to her, I am a socialist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair enough. You, you don't um, want
2: that uh, that commie Medicare for All plan or anything, now do
0: you? <laughs> and uh, my other co-host, uh, comrade uh, David Borianis, comrade, what's going on?
2: Uh, it's getting close to Halloween, so it's about to be the one year anniversary of uh, uh, when I took my namesake uh, comrade Dracula, um, which hasn't been my screen name for some time so I, I'm glad this it's stuck though it, I like it, I like you, it a lot. you should you should change your name for Halloween
0: to like Comrade Frankenstein or something so I have to name all these famous Frankenstein. Yeah because <laughs> I'm running yeah. out of I ran out of Draculas I'm already just doing random fucking vam. I just did Angel from the fucking you know. Buffy verse, like you know, are <laughs> scraping glad the didn't bottom of reference. the dress. Yeah. <laughs> really, really, really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Um. Yeah. I just
2: worry that, like, you know, I, I, as much as Twitter fucks with us, that like just changing your screen name will get you automatically banned. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and then it's like, <laughs> Well, it's that been happened three- to you? I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. I took an old screen name from an old account, and the instant I changed it, it blocked my account. So it's it's like okay well uh apparently you can be a blue check and be a Nazi forever until up until the Pratt today. The Proud Boys are verified on Twitter but you know. <laughs> no, they just got banned today. Didn't yeah, you didn't hear about did. oh, did Yeah, I didn't hear about it. But it's that. it's like it's weird seeing a blue check account just get totally banned like, that oh,
0: God. It, That's yeah, the problem.
1: We'll talk about it. Yeah, the arbitrariness of it. Twitter Twitter's
0: me. a fucking cesspool. So we'll we'll get into it. We have a lot of stuff to get to, but I do want to acknowledge uh, a death in the uh, Move Left Idiot's Family. I, I think it's really important that we acknowledge that we lost a very close member of the podcast. And, of course, I'm talking about Alex Jones. I thought you were going to say P. Sting.
2: <laughs>
0: Listen, this is the Puff Daddy version and not that Sting piece of shit <laughs> if, for, for any Tourette's Guy fans out there. Oh. Um, but <laughs> No, so, yeah. So, you know, if, if you haven't been paying attention, um, living under a rock for the last week or so, uh, Alex Jones got banned, you know, from everything. <clears throat> he, he got his uh, iTunes uh, podcast feed taken away. And then shortly after that, uh, you know, whether you want to say it was coordinated or whether or not it was just kind of a follow the leader, <laughs> you know, uh, well, they did it. So we got to do it. Otherwise, we look bad. You know, either way, it was like so iTunes and then YouTube and then Spotify and then. Facebook. Facebook, and then yeah. Pinterest, and then
2: uh, his friends. Well, what about everyone's page, most sure, favorite? What down. about MySpace?
1: Yes, yeah, MySpace. Does he still have a
2: MySpace account? He'd, I went to
0: MySpace the other day because I was just curious, and I don't. it's not fully clear to me whether you can even still make a MySpace page, although the website still exists. <laughs> like, I don't understand <laughs> like, why- We don't have the support team to make a new they account. They exist as a website anymore, <laughs> but they do. Yeah. Oh, and I nice couldn't to... find myself or my page, and I'm pretty sure I didn't delete it, so I don't know what the fuck is
2: going on. And but... probably, five years ago, they probably sent a link that said, you know, confirm yeah, if you do not this, or are going to close you out. So.
0: <laughs> we're going to get rid of all these users and our yeah. artificially inflated user base um, <laughs> with their fucking, you know, email haircuts from 2004 <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Alex Jones got banned from everything. Um and, you know, everyone had reactions and takes, obviously. <laughs> just mild <laughs> just, reactions. to say the least. <laughs> um, you know, I think, for me, this was instructive because I think we all have an initial response to news stories, and I don't think that that's always the best thing. I, I-, I feel like Twitter the major is kind reaction of...
1: reaction isn't great? Well,
0: I-, I just feel like Twitter almost requires you to have a take on every piece of news immediately. And I think that stories at times need... Marination nuance. and new one. Mm-hmm. Well, no, just you to think about. It. I mean, shit. You know, you're not typically. You know, I mean, th- nowadays probably you fucking do. But I mean, typically when you get a piece of legislation, you you read it over, you think about it, you talk to constituents, and think about how it's gonna. um you know, affect them and look at it from different angles. Wait, and then you vote you, on it.
1: Who are you talking about? Our politicians <laughs> no, I know, right? get, their, they get their legislation from a lobbyist. They're well, talking to yeah, they about to be
0: fair, it. most of our politicians <laughs> don't read it. But what I'm saying is but you, you, typically you're not supposed to make, uh, you know, decisions immediately upon hearing things. So I think that a lot of people did. And I think a lot of people felt locked into their arguments a little bit in that sense. I think my feelings about the Alex Jones thing uh evolved a little bit um and i think i'm kind of in the middle of almost everybody in this argument which is Mm. kind of a weird but um so you know we'll get into how we all individually feel um i just want to read a couple of quick uh tweets from people who i respect and i I, and i agree with to an extent in one direction or another okay? okay uh so glenn greenwald tweeted out um in response to this other person uh, who tweet, who just a random Twitter user who tweeted out, uh, Lefty's defending Alex Jones right now. I hear you. On the surface, it appears to set bad precedent to give massive corporations uh, control over who's silenced. But if you aren't performing hate speech, libel, or slander on a regular basis, then I don't know what you're worried about. So now what uh, Glenn responded to that was, uh, aside from the utterly obnoxious and disingenuous equating of censorship opposition with quote defending Alex Jones Mm -hmm. uh which I you know I'll agree with that's Mm -hmm. that particular sentiment uh this faith that Mark Zuckerberg Google uh and their friends will faithfully and benevolently decide what is quote hate speech is just laughable um so and then Abby Martin also uh, chimed in uh, considering the DNI report said that my show sowed quote radical discontent for covering issues like inequality fracking and police brutality <laughs> um, I'm excited to see what these politicians and tech billionaires conclude as dangerous information tearing apart the very fabric of our stable society um, so you know the, the I think there's a lot of you know I, I think because people get heated on uh, on both sides of this argument, Um, there's a lot of like, you know, you're defending Alex Jones or you're this or you're that. And I, I don't, I I think that's like a a, a weird fucking thing to say because, you know, the ACLU back in, uh, I think the early two thousands ended up defending Fred Phelps and it wasn't based on any kind of, uh, you know, we agree with him or we think he's a good person, but it was on a free speech, you know, ground now, you know, obviously I understand, and everyone I think in this argument understands that uh, these tech companies aren't government agencies and they're not. Right. uh, This isn't a constitutional argument. Yeah. But it's not a free
2: speech argument either. And it's not even really a hate speech argument, although I know he says hateful things. He got shit canned because a lot of people were really mad about the defamation and they waged a campaign so, to to of complaints to get him booted that
0: so but that's not the reason they cited for getting rid of him I know it's uh, not the uh, reason
2: uh, but it is the reason it's that's the only thing they care about is their bottom line and having a class action lawsuit by a bunch of uh, you know the survivors of a school shooting coming after you because you're giving a platform to this lunatic that's a liability for them so that's why they did it and you can say well sure. his, his his defamation wasn't litigated well you can't possibly litigate every single thing so on social media, you just can't, right? So that's why they have lawyers that come up with a set of of rules and and you know terms of service, and and obviously they don't always adhere to that. But that's basically what it's there for: is to protect them financially from some wingnut that that like Alex Jones that does what he does and spews out just untruth after untruth deliberately and and defames people, sure. specifically people. You know, specific but people were not... defamed. Okay,
0: yes, but. Do by that same standard, would Sean Hannity not fall into that category? He defames people all the time. He fucking sure. lies constantly on his show. Well, maybe Alex Should Jones he be, can get platform? a job at Fox News. Then <laughs> he probably will. But um, you know w- what I'm saying is uh, there is merit to the slippery slope argument, and I think it's na- It's naive of people to be like, "Well, Alex Jones is a rare case because of the Sandy Hook thing." He has not actually been charged or cited for direct incitement so now he has certainly said things that have made people do crazy shit but he has not sure. been like hey go kill Hillary." Like, i'll say this out loud because i'll fucking get you know <laughs> a visit from the <laughs> we'll, but, we'll know, clip go, it out go, yeah go kill this person like he's not said that and that's direct incitement that's a crime know. you know yeah. and, and so but you know by their standards he's it, it is among the most odious human beings on the planet in terms of the thing he, things he says and the things he makes up and the things he lies about <clears throat> I still don't think it's it's good that these tech companies get rid of him based on what they cite as terms of service violations and, quote, hate speech. Because you could say that this podcast is hate speech. We talk about how fucking uh, – how Israel is basically a terrorist fucking organization. The, 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 the government of Israel is a terrorist organization. Now, if somebody – you know, took that out of took some of the shit we said out of context, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, these guys are horrible anti Semites. They're hate speech. You should take them off of SoundCloud. And you should take them off of iTunes." Nobody get any fucking ideas. But the point is, like, you know, it. I. I. I, I, just, I don't. Number one, I do not trust these tech companies, and I don't at all. I don't think we have to Alex trust Jim.
2: them. Yeah, it's it's not that you have no. to trust them. I just. But I it, don't, It's just. You know, you're worried about um, people. Like somebody compared uh, Alex Jones in this situation to Julian Assange, which disgusted me because Julian Assange was targeted for telling the truth. He was targeted for telling the truth, not telling lies. It's very rare for someone to get targeted for telling lies unless those lies are found to be deliberately harmful to somebody who's a private citizen, you know, and even a public citizen sometimes. So, yeah, so we don't, you know,
0: and again, I don't, have any desire to defend Alex Jones in any way, At you know, in terms of the things he says. I still think that this is only the beginning of what these companies are going to do because they've been being pressured over and over again by Congress to, you know, do something, do something about fake news. If you don't do it, we're going to do it for you. Well, that's sure.
1: that's what a lot of people don't understand is is that's exactly what this is tying to is, is this, you know, Russia discussion and other things like that. Um, and, and so for yeah. me, there's, there's another context to this. It's important that I think a lot of progressives don't know about. And I do because I work with clients who... Um, pay to boost an ad you know it'll be a comment of theirs their opinion on something from let's say an article in the new york times or washington post or whatever mainstream media publications in theory that are quote unquote trusted by some place like facebook and the ads get rejected and this has happened more than once and we've gone through appeals after appeals and it continues to be rejected and the reason given is that it is quote misleading content and what happens is then they go back and they send you to their um policy, their handy-dandy policy on misleading or false content. And I want to read it to you because clearly it was not written with political content in mind. And they just rushed into this as a reaction, as a knee-jerk reaction to all this Russia stuff. So it says, um, misleading or false content. Ads, landing pages, and business practices must not contain deceptive, false, or misleading content, including deceptive claims, offers, or methods. So what my client wrote was not in any way deceptive. It was his opinion. It was a statement of his opinion, um, in, in both cases. Um, so examples are, you know, uh, it's okay to say, learn to lose belly fat, but it's not okay to say, uh, three shop- shocking tips to lose all your belly fat or mm-hmm. earn 15% profits every two weeks. Um, you can't make exaggerated claims, uh, you, you know, tips or tricks or whatever, no claims of unrealistic results. So, you know, you can't say uh, weed cures cancer, even though I see that post constantly. On Facebook. Yeah, I
0: see shit posts like this all the time. Like Constantly. Like that. Yeah. Yep.
1: So, you know, and this is my problem. So the, the policy itself isn't clear. In conversations with reps from Facebook, specifically talking about this, they themselves are now frustrated. They don't understand their own policy because there really isn't <laughs> one. And so this is completely uneven in terms of how this is being handled. Um, and, you know, by no means am I here to, to defend Alex Jones or if he's, you know, calling for violence or whatever. So the first thing I think is, number one, they need a clear policy. They don't have that. They just rushed into this and did a lot of things without a policy written. That's problem number 1.
0: Yeah, cuz the people were screaming at them do something about Russia, do exactly. something about this fake news, which is again, uh, we as we've mentioned before, a totally fucking overblown you know, what 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 was that news story about the the 13 trolls that they got like 250,000 impressions? You know, comrade uh, you were just saying. It was 700,000. Like, okay, yeah. But,
2: it's 700,000, which is like a, a a decent week for any of us right? on Twitter like, honestly. We, like we, the, for the both one of us, of us yeah. have
0: gotten posts in the past 3 days that have gotten like 20,000 plus impressions. Like one post just on one tweet. One we fucking her
2: own consulting firm. We yeah. should
0: throw It'd an be, election <laughs> is what we should actually do. We should throw the next election yeah. and then get paid for it by the Russian government.
1: Yeah, I've had Another single tweets bring for the NSA clients to my door, getting you know in the million of impressions. Single, you know, so so that's ridiculous. The you know the idea that that's you know some big influence so, on things. So the knee jerk reaction to that. So they're not clear on their policy. They're inconsistent in how they're doing it. They themselves oh, yeah, can't even explain it, it.
0: froze again. Oh no, I hear you now.
1: And when you go Can back you hear to me? them, yeah. yeah. And when you go back to Thanks. them and tell them they go, oh, sorry. This is, you know, somebody looked at it and we're going to, we're going to stick with this. And so, you know, progressives need to understand that I'm not defending Alex Jones. I don't give a shit about Alex Jones. He's a nut job, whatever, but I will defend to the death your right to be out there and speak freely. And what, what they don't yeah. get is that we, we are, our, our side is being silenced too. You may not realize it. And it was interesting because a friend of mine posted something, a screenshot, and it was basically Facebook saying, look, both the left and the right has done this. So what do we do? Do we shadow ban you into oblivion or do we take you off and i'm going well there you go you just admitted it you admitted that you're banning us to oblivion
0: so what some people have made the point and i agree with but it's also something we should all be screaming from the fucking mountaintops about is that this is not new to alex jones they've been banning left groups from before this but then but then again this should be a catalyst to people to say hey we're glad alex jones is gone but Let's wake the fuck up. These tech companies are doing everything that they can to silence anything that's Ooh, not pe- the establishment narrative.
2: People have been People have been outraged that Twitter won't ban Nazis. Mm-hmm. Well, why do we want Nazis banned from Twitter? I mean, there's no question there, Well, they right? they also will directly
0: incite violence. I mean, you know, I, I, sure. I think sure. you can be a shithead, like, really right-wing, you know uh atrocious person but if you're you know i I think that you i don't think you should necessarily be banned from twitter unless you're saying things like hey i think uh that this race of people should be ethnically cleansed then i think maybe you should be fucking banned from twitter but well
1: and the facebook policy in a nutshell is we reserve the right to ban any product any person any time for any reason that's what they they that's what they they go back to and and i've had an argument or a back and forth with people on this on facebook on this yes they're private company Right. Yeah, they they can technically do whatever they want. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah. 70% of people now get all of their news from either Google or Facebook. So we went from mm-hmm. this conglomerate of six media organizations all owned to now we're down to two. And so to me, that means that these companies do have an obligation to the public. And and I'm not saying we go take them over. I mean, maybe, you know, someday. I, I'm saying that. But that's <laughs> that might a whole be cool, conversation. You know? yeah. But, you know, nobody would minute. trust so them anyway. Wait So you're talking about
2: seizing the means of, <laughs> of meme production? Right? <laughs> so, you know, who's the commie now with <laughs> we, we joke about it, but, you know, Jimmy Dore, one of the
0: few arguments of his on this subject that I agree with is that Facebook and Twitter are the new town square. Like the, right. the whole concept of free speech was was to basically so you could speak freely in a town square and not be arrested for your beliefs. Um, you right. know,
2: well, co- corporations are actually privatizing the actual town squares right now. Well, so that's, that's also true. Where... So, so the, this the, is the, the only place the physical you commons go, yes. and the digital commons are both um, being privatized.
0: So you know, I we could talk about this for hours. We we do have to move on a little bit. I do. I want to mention one other thing though. Uh, something that Chris Murphy tweeted that is just oh. maybe the most draconian, fucking psychotic thing I've ever seen out of a sitting senator, one of the most hundred powerful people in the United States, arguably. You know, other than maybe, like, the president and his cabinet. Um, uh, Infowars is the tip of a giant iceberg of hate and lies. Lies, keyword. That use sites like Facebook and YouTube to tear our nation apart. Tear our nation apart. Another key phrase that you should keep in mind. These companies must do more than take down one website. The survival of our democracy depends on it. So it's not enough that you take down Alex Jones. You need to take down all of these... Uh,
1: Anyone who hate, disagrees with me, <laughs> hate
0: groups that spread hate and lies and tear our nation apart, you must take down more mm-hmm. than. So you know, I, and again, I'm not saying that that's necessarily you know he represents every one who is involved in this decision. I think that this is clearly him flexing his you know muscles because he was one of the people screaming his head off in that stupid fucking farce of a you know Russia fake news you know summit thing that they did.
2: Yeah, so we always uh, dump on TYT, but I did see one really good tweet about Alex Jones from one of the guys on TYT. I, I can't remember his name, but he just basically, his take was, uh, Alex Jones has officially lost the war on info. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. um, oh, fuck, we got booted again. Or er, LaDonna got booted on my end. It's happening
2: to all three of all us right, now, so- see? so...
0: I have one more idea to fix it, so I'm going to stop recording, and then we're going to – I'll send you a new link, and then I think I'll I'll have this solved. I'm back. Oh. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You're going to have a lot of edits God to do tonight, fucking Anthony. damn it. All right. So wait. <laughs> let me just write this down. So, you know, yeah, I, I think, you know, we, we could talk about this forever, but I think we can all agree on one thing. Like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you uh,
1: understand <laughs> that? <laughs> <clears throat> no, I want <laughs> I want more gay frogs. <laughs>
2: it's. I always thought his take on that was that he didn't mind the chemicals and pollution. He just didn't like the gay frogs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that is his take. Well, no,
2: it, the,
0: the, it's being put in the water to turn us gay. Is, it was was the the whole gist of that that segment that
2: he did. Oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, if it, it would just if it was in the water and you didn't know, like, he is well, an I, expert why, though
0: on 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 you know turning people gay because as we also know, these are people that had gay sex hundreds of times in coffins, begging for spiritual entities to possess them, <laughs> that get in coffins hundreds of times and and giant pits of feces, and have sex with each other. So you know, um. <laughs> All right, we're enough about that asshole. <laughs> so, we should uh get into the primaries cuz there were uh some big elections uh that took place on Tuesday. Yeah, I heard bag. socialism
2: went down. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know,
0: if 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 you were to be ba-
2: just nothing is going to let this fucking cast happen. Oh my God. This <laughs> fucking ambulance is going by every 10 minutes. So, I don't know.
0: Um, Yeah, so, you know, yeah, if you were to read uh, establishment news, you know, Politico and CNN, all these people saying, like, oh, well, you know, socialism uh, goes down and, like, uh, you know, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Which, fails who to wrote deliver, that
2: headline? Uh, like, who the fuck wrote lived? social. Yeah, I know, but like who wrote that head? Socialism goes it, down. Apparently, he's like, like a third just, way. Like, you know, yeah, guy. no shit. I, I can yeah. guarantee he's right because as a socialist, <laughs> I've definitely gone down quite a many times. <laughs> Socialism, uh,
1: for the right.
2: way. Um, so, you know, it-
1: somebody's going to take that quote someday and bring it back to me. <laughs> You're a wh- socialist. Wh- whoever
2: wrote that quote or that headline did- clearly does not go down on anyone <laughs> if they did not get the implication of that. Yeah, right. Um, so, you know, of course, that's that's a
0: ridiculous um, narrative. And largely, actually, uh, our revolution and Justice Democrat endorsed candidates uh, won. I think they won more races than they lost. Justice Democrats had, I think, nine candidates or ten candidates, and about six of them won. And uh, Sarah Smith is on the verge of winning, you know, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Smith, who's been on the show, fucking awesome, kick-ass, like, future congresswoman um she is up i think let me just double check because she's been posting updates
1: she got what seven thousand more votes i think she said added today out of the forty-five thousand. so she's safely she feels like she's, safely uh, in the top she two now. said
0: she's basically waiting for them to call it because of the margin right now is almost insurmountable for her other guys so she's right so what they have in washington like in california and i believe uh comrade like you said in oregon is they have uh what they refer to them as like jungle primaries i don't know if there's another term for them, but basically the top two vote getters advance everyone runs in the same primary democrats and republicans and the top two vote getters advance to the general so in really blue districts you get two democrats sometimes or in really red districts you can get two republicans so it's like it it, it's good and it's bad it really you know it really depends um i i like it i think it i think it actually allows for incumbents to be uh, given serious challenges, like in this case?
2: No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, especially in a primary, the the, the long shot underdog, you know, they may only really pick up speed in the last yeah. couple of weeks before a race. We see that. Yeah, out. A so lot, to. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's absolutely a good thing in my book.
0: Yeah, no, it, it seems the positives definitely outweigh. Um, so in, in any event, she's up, I think, three or 4,000 votes now on on her uh, guy. So it looks like she's heading to the general, uh, hopefully. And, and this
1: selective view of reality is driving me crazy because MSNBC, CNN, Fox, they all reported, oh, progressives, they got slaughtered. Um, we won 39, no, I think it's more like 42 races um, on, <laughs> that night. On Tuesday? So, Wow. Yeah, like th- yeah, it's a, it's huge, a huge list. Um, so you know, our, yeah, our so, so had it's not
0: a not ton of candidates uh, that won. Uh, uh, Rashida Tlaib uh, won in um, uh, Michigan. Michigan, actually, your home, your hometown. Uh, she is the first ever uh, Palestinian American in Congress, and she's an R Revolution endorsed candidate who supports <clears throat> Medicare for all. You know, living wage, all the good shit we like. Uh, She fucking won uh, her primary, so that's awesome.
2: So, I mean, I think it kind of goes without saying, but I'm gonna say it. Um, You know, the reason why they want to diminish as much as possible is because they're scared shitless. Of course, you know (laughs) they they know what's really going on. That there's this huge, you know, uh, Bernie Sanders inspired, and now uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez inspired, and now, uh, you know, Sarah Smith inspired. Uh, revolution going on, and you know that's what the, what they say during Occupy. Like this isn't the way you do it. You should get involved in politics and change things from the inside. And then, of course, as, as soon as progressive socialists do that, <laughs> they go, "No, not like that, you little shits! God damn it!" You know. So they have to marginalize this as much as possible. Yeah, because, they want to make yeah. this about up one up person. And, is all it is. I mean, that's you know, and yeah.
1: keep giving airtime to one person when the reality is now we've got I think it's at least seventy federal candidates and over one hundred and thirty-one state level candidates. So We've, we've got a lot. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm, oh, we're, I'm we're glad to winning. see I mean. <laughs> Alexandria, you know, get all the media she's got. She deserves it. She's awesome. Right. But but there are a lot more people that they could and should be covering that they're choosing not to because, again, it doesn't fit their narrative of you right. know, progressives are losing. So was just
2: out in Hawaii yesterday for, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but yeah, he, he's yep. running an amazing campaign out there. I've been watching the, his campaign really close and like really bringing the whole um, democratic socialist framing to a part of the country where you wouldn't really think of it as ever really going over. Because it's it's all just like big tourist hotel money kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But people, in, Hwa- people in Hawaii yeah. are really fucking poor. Like it's, it's basically Puerto Rico outside of the big cities.
1: We have people on campaigns that I'm working on that are talking to Republicans and libertarians who are out there highly, highly supportive of Medicare for of all. Of course. I mean, so I mean, everyone in the fucking know, country supports yeah. it.
0: It's a no brainer.
2: <laughs> hey, except do for you, Candace. Do you want to pay? Yeah, except
0: for <laughs> fucking privileged, you know, liberal white women, but.
1: She's back, oh, isn't she? God,
0: don't yeah. And I, I she really just blocked me. <laughs> she blocked everyone <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, she blocked about half of Twitter's uh, population the other day. Yeah. She used uh, <laughs> blockchain, which I'm pretty sure is illegal and an account violation. Uh, you know, illegal Ooh. in terms of Twitter's uh, terms of service. So yeah. maybe that'll uh,
2: we'll, well, see, we'll see how that you, shakes out. Right, the the right wing folks like the idea of Medicare for all because you have a lot of small business people who can't really afford to do health care for their employees. Right. You know, and, and so unburdening them with that, the people that really do support small business, I know there are a few Republicans that actually do, um, see that as a good thing. You know, that it's like, well, and there are actually a few of them that do understand, like the like the Koch brothers apparently now, yeah, that, right. that insuring people costs less money than paying mm-hmm. for care out of pocket when you don't have insurance. If Medicare if, for
1: all saves money, yep. yep. Yeah, so,
2: you know, we talked last week about that, how the Koch brothers funded that study
0: that proved that Medicare for All saved $2 trillion over the course of 10 years. That doesn't even factor in all the that's purely based on costs. That doesn't factor in what you were just talking about at, in the, the fact that people uh, given more preventative care will prevent further health care costs and actually could save us considerably more than $2 trillion.
1: Not only that, but we'll also put more people to work because when people can't, you know, aren't healthy and can't work or can't get dental care and can't get hired, all of these things matter. You know, if we have a, a healthy, you know, population, these people are more likely to work. And isn't that what Republicans are supposed to want? Well,
0: so, you know, the funny thing is, and you said we talked a little bit about it last week, but you sent us that polling data and there were some interesting things in there. Like, you know, it was basically polling Bernie Sanders platform to a bunch of different demos And things like the uh, jobs guarantee pulled fucking great with everybody, including Republicans. It was, like, plus 17 Mm -hmm. with Republicans. So this whole (laughs) fucking idea of, like, the, you know...
2: Which is is why Democrats won't run on it, because they know it would win. (laughs)
0: Exactly. (laughs) It's fucking... It's just, like, you know... And and this is not really a huge shock to us, because we're like, yeah, this is fucking no-brainer policies. Like, 60% of the country supports almost all of these things. But it's just so crazy to see on paper, like... Uh, a majority of Republicans support things like you know uh, jobs guarantee or you know healthcare for
1: everybody and things
0: like that. And well,
1: that Koch brothers study wasn't just about healthcare. It actually showed you know a bulk of Americans supporting a ton of progressive policies, fifteen dollar minimum wage. I mean, there were a lot of things on there. It. I'm surprised,
0: like, surprised <laughs> they just fucking bury it.
2: Probably
1: um, just to piss off Trump. Yeah, right. Um, yeah.
0: No, well, the Koch it's, brothers it's like the when resistance. that's what's happening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's, it's like when they poll voters on issues, and you have a bunch of people who say, like, by the issues, it'll say, like, oh, you you should vote for Jill Stein, and they're like, what? No, I'm voting for Hillary Clinton because she's, you know, she's a Hillary's opposed to fracking, and Hillary uh, doesn't support bombing countries, and it's like they they attribute all the things about the actual progressive candidate to their right. neoliberal centrist, warm mon- war I wish you
1: did have to vote. Sometimes I do wish you did have to vote just on policies. Cause we know our policies would win. And this is the way I run my candidates is we lead on policy, not on party, you know, right. not on any of the other stuff. You know, we lead on th- these are the policies and overwhelmingly people do support them. We just yeah. need to get those people you excited know. enough and to and show up.
2: You, you know, my, my, we're always told like, well, they'll, they'll look for most extreme example of Republicans doing terrible shit and go, see if Hillary Clinton was president, that wouldn't be happening. Well, the, <laughs> This is jumping the gun a little bit, but today, today the DNC voted to end their ban on fossil fuel donations. They had it in place for two months. They could only do the right thing for two months before having to change their minds and go back to taking fossil fuel. Well, pack Tom Perez was
0: squirming, you know. So yeah, you know, uh, there were so, there were a lot of big wins. Uh, you know, uh, James Thompson in Kansas won. Uh, Hopefully the Democratic Party will support him this time unlike last time where they wouldn't. I give can't
1: even believe that we're we're having that having to say that.
0: 12,000 fucking dollars for a mailer they wouldn't even give him when he was the only candidate running against the Republican in a district he lost by like 4 this points. That's
1: the thing though, people don't understand how anemic the party is. I mean, I have candidates that are that are endorsed candidates that can't even get the voter file from the party. Like not for any amount of money just going, "Nope, no, we don't do that." And I'm like, I can get it free from Nation Builder. <laughs> like,
0: well, then if the there's... party
1: can't do that, we've got a bigger problem than most people realize.
0: It's because they don't. Like...
2: Yeah, it's it. It's sorry. It's just when they say, "Well, socialism won't win in in Iowa," you know. Yet Hillary says 40 percent of Iowa Democrats are socialists. like the, the people that are out <laughs> in the cornfield that can't afford to put food on their table. Uh, turns out they have a lot of common with uh, hipsters in Brooklyn who can't afford the fucking gentrified rent. You know, we we all have the same fundamental needs. It's just that the people, the the you know pollsters, pundits, lobbyists, all want to tell us, "Oh no, you're nothing like those people out there. They're all a bunch of inbreds. They don't, you know, you're not going to be able to sell them on ha- uh, not having crushing debt from a medical mishap." Yeah, right. You know, it's like well, what? So, no, no. And then, but you know, and they all, of
0: course, obviously, deliberately sabotage progressives. We saw with Sarah Smith. She told us on the podcast about how the uh state party wouldn't give her the fucking voter file. They asked her for like mm-hmm. it, like ten thousand or 30 000, some absurd amount of money just to get access to their fucking voter file, which they should give her anyway because she's running as a Democrat. But and you know, I'm not of saying course... I
1: like it, but I, I at least understand like their philosophy when it comes to, you know, there's a progressive challenging an establishment candidate. But when you've got a candidate that, that is the only one, like <laughs> there's no establishment like or the person's been endorsed by the well, party they're extorting the person at that still... point. Like it's like... Like, not even for any amount of money, still not helping at all. And then you have people at the party telling your, your candidates, oh, well, you can't win. Or, you know, yeah, don't even, That sorry, that district's gerrymander. Don't even bother. What the hell are do you I, do, or doing I working for imagine, a party? I can't
0: imagine why this party <laughs> lost a thousand seats over the last no, 10 years. I, I don't know it's why. It's that a mystery would be. to me. Now, if you um, are working
1: for yeah. a party and you are not going to cheer on your candidate or give them an ounce of support, just please quit. Just quit. Just do us yeah. all a favor.
0: So, you know, obviously the really big disappointment, though, uh, and I really thought we had it, was uh, Abdul El-Sayed out in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he moved the needle a lot. I mean, he started out the race in, like, single digits in polling. And uh, you guys remember the totals? What do you get, like, 34% or something like that? Yeah.
2: Well, I I remember going to the very first gubernatorial debate uh, in Michigan. This was a long time ago. And... There was uh four candidates that showed up for this event. Gretchen Whitmere was not one of them <laughs> so if that tells you the kind of person she is it it's just you know she took what was this they said this on t y t that blue cross Blue Cross Blue Shield, which is a private health insurer, gave her more money than any gubernatorial candidate they they'd given money to in ten years. Wow. So, you know, it's and then they go, Why? oh, but look, socialism isn't, isn't winning. It's like it's they they drowned you and then laugh at you and say, what, you can't breathe underwater. You know, like oh, this. <laughs> it's, it's it's absolutely absurd.
0: And we've talked a lot about, you know, look, we can do all the ground game we want. And that's where we're winning in a lot of these races that we're mm-hmm. winning. But there's only so much you can fucking do when you're up against mountains and mountains of fucking corporate cash. Like there's only so much you can do when you're yeah. being outspent, you know, 10 to one, 15 and to one.
1: don't even realize all the cash we're up against because it's not just the cash that's being reported in the candidate's accounts. This is independent expenditures and super PACs, you know, that are, that are spending third party on behalf of, you know, or to fight for these people. All those ads so. you see on
0: TV are not from the candidate. Generally, they're from you know packs that these you know. TV ads especially right. yeah this yeah. is
1: primarily packs most campaigns don't have enough you know to be able to do that so I was looking at the results uh, Gretchen got 52 percent Abdul got 30 percent
2: so. right well and they they the the establishment liberals in this state ran on a platform of we can't nominate a Muslim because right-wing voters won't support that they're not going to yeah. vote for you regardless so this this red herring that like well the right's racist so we have to also uh, you know we have to cave into the racism <laughs> yeah. in order to it's like no that this is this is your primary the only people voting in this primary are registered Democrats you it's just you know they they would rather uh, you know um, ape for racism and bigotry to stop socialism and stop social policies like like Medicare for all and living wage and free college tuition like they're willing to go side with right wingers. The well, that's the weird part, though, is that of, progressives get accused
1: of being racist <laughs> because you know we're the you know the the white you know Bernie crowd you know that that's the whole thing is that the Bernie well, did, bro you know and that's a fucking white made working class narrative yeah, and it's it's so
2: not yeah erasing leftists of color is what white donut Twitter does that's all it's like every yeah. time there's a person of color that says I support Bernie Sally Albright and Candace Eisen will block them you know yeah. that's just what they do or they'll oh they'll say they're they're a white
0: person, you know, pretending to be a black person, which they've done to a lot of people. <laughs> using, yeah, using a, a dead
2: black person's avatar. And, you on know, Twitter. If
0: and, if, and if we're talking yeah, which is funny because yeah, that's exactly what Sally Albright did. And if we're talking about defamation, it's pretty defamatory to to tell a person who's a working class, you know, person of color who's struggling that they're a uh, privileged white bro and you know totally erase <laughs> their identity and all this. So oh, yeah. you know, it, it's just. Um, Ugh. Yeah, so that that was a big one uh, that which was unfortunate. But you know what? We're not going to win all these races. These these big fucking uh, governorships are really fucking important. Governors are some of the most powerful people in the country, arguably more important than senators. I mean, you know, you you have a lot more power as a governor of a state than you do as a senator of a state. So the Democratic Party is going to throw every fucking thing they can to make sure that not one single socialist or even progressive wins a democratic gubernatorial primary so you know we had ben jealous win down in maryland and the party is doing nothing to support him
2: from everything i've heard they're well, not no, no, yeah. they're, they're supporting the democrats are report are supporting the republican running for governor yeah. against ben jealous right now <laughs> <laughs> i real
1: this is where we need to be thoughtful though about this because well so a couple of things one is that um in general we're, we're winning. Right. And, and a Mm -hmm. lot of people wanted this to happen overnight as much as I wanted this to happen overnight. Right. But you (laughs) know, this is a huge, huge thing that we're all trying to do here. And so yes, there are going to be moments where we feel, you know, like we, we didn't get it or whatever. We didn't get the ones that we wanted to get, but overall we are winning, you know, slowly, but surely. And it's just, it's going to take time for, uh, you know, enough millennials to age into, you know, voting to where it's just, it's going to be an, it's just going to happen. Um,
2: well, we, we talked a little bit before about uh, turf strategy, too, where if you really want to win on, on, a, on a progressive platform, running in a statewide race is a bad way to do it right you, yep, you got to yep. run for denser areas that are smaller and you look at where abdul did amazingly well it was it was michigan's 12th congressional district which includes ann arbor so super educated and lefty and also dearborn which is the highest population of, of arab americans in the country so if he ran as a as a, a congressperson guarantee he would win win a landslide there oh,
1: yeah. yeah when you yeah. run as an unknown and you run as a progressive and you're running against all of that money To run in a statewide like that is just incredibly difficult. Incredibly you have to start somewhere smaller. And he's an impressive candidate. We have not seen the last of him. Um,
2: He gives great hugs too. If he likes you, he'll (laughs) just like put his huge arms around you and it's really warm and comforting. It's nice.
0: So and you know, and it's unfortunate it's a catch twenty two because we really, unless we wanna see like incremental change over 20 years we do need to eventually take out some of these heavy hitters but we
1: do whoa
2: it's fucking whoa L- language there <laughs> <laughs> i don't take out don't want to... electorally elect- oh okay yeah <laughs> I'm like i don't want to wake up at four in the morning oh, with yeah, dhs no, knocking gonna knocking gonna on my door fucking
0: you know thug fucking you know that that knock at the door but um <laughs> so you know but and i think you know the best shot we have at it you know, we're seeing Cynthia Nixon make strides in New York because she had all name this recognition. name recognition already. Yeah. But it, it's it few and far between. Are gonna we're gonna find candidates that are, you know, actually left and actually uh, capable of running good elect like a, a good yeah. election, a good campaign. It's, so w- I, you
2: what's, know, what's a great sign though? I almost forgot about Cynthia Nixon because of all these other people that have like <laughs> suddenly sprung up. Honestly, <laughs> like if if this was a couple years ago, she'd still be all we were talking about you know, which is good, certainly, certainly good. But then all of a sudden here's, you know, Ocasio Cortez and here's, you know, this guy, as soon as she wins, she's going to all these other places like her and Bernie going out to Kansas. It was like, I never, I, I didn't know that guy was running again. I didn't remember him, you know? So it's just, it's, when you watch, I don't know if you saw the, inter- the like the first inter dual interview with Bernie and uh, Alexandria sitting next to each other, and Bernie's face is just like he can't stop smiling; oh, his he, cheeks are all grandpa. red. The proud yeah. grandpa, yeah, yeah. I know. It's, it's he's so just great. like yes, yes, <laughs> and, and it's so funny
0: because she's in in some ways significantly to the left of him, but I, or you know at least outwardly because he's right now trying to make nice with the Democrats. But mm. I, I think he realizes what he kind of set the table for for all these candidates to rise up and you know, be better, not, but I shouldn't say be better, but, you know, to go, take it even further than he was able to, you yeah, know. to show them that you can for, do
2: it. To show them yeah. you can run a clean campaign without corporate money and win, you know, or come very close to winning.
0: And show them that you
2: essentially have to do it to get a, at least half of the party's
0: support. And, and I think that that's going to be, whether he wins in 2020 or not, his biggest contribution to American politics is that he's made it, untenable to run as a democrat and take corporate money and untenable to run as a democrat and not at least pretend that you support medicare for all and a living wage and free public health you know things like that it you people that don't support that in 2020 you're gonna be fucking laughed out of the primary well, like I want Joe people... Biden's going to be fucking left out of the primary once they start debating each I other. I want people
1: to understand this, though. D- just because you say you don't take corporate money. Oh, no.
0: They're, half of them are bullshitting.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, you know, all the people that are like, oh, I'm not going to take corporate PAC money. They're taking
2: bundled pack. Hey, money. They put up, a... yeah. Cory put they, a pause on They just on take it from somewhere money. else. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they just take it from, you know, they, they send it somewhere else or whatever. That money is still going to these people. So, you know, don't be fooled. And this is why I think we do need to have a more robust discussion as progressive socialists communist whatever <laughs> you know about about Mark money politics. and politics yes all, all of these things um because We're going to keep losing if we don't have money from somewhere. And so, you know, what does that look like? What are the rules on this? Let's just be consistent in in what we ask of people.
2: Yeah, well, you know, at the end of the day, it all comes back to campaign finance reform. And that was always Mm -hmm. the big thing Bernie pushed. And that was the thing that terrified the the big media networks, because that's where they get so much of their money is political ad buys. And they were like, that's billions of dollars for us every election cycle. So that was the that was the reason why they they blacked out Bernie more than anything. That was uh, the reason w- Phil was campaign fucking, finance reform.
0: That's why Phil Griffin fucking called up Ed Schultz screaming at him about how he's not about to cover Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> you know, presidential announcement like that, mm-hmm. you know, he's ter- he was terrified. He's like this fucking guy Wants to hurt my business. He wants to take away all this money that we get from these political companies and all this money we get from the defense companies that inexplicably advertise even though they don't sell consumer products. Like, well,
1: NRA is so bankrupt now. They're saying they may have to shut down, and they're taking money from oh, Russia no. and then handing oh, no. it to Republicans. Guys. Yeah, I know. I know you guys are really <laughs> concerned about their Guys,
0: what are we going to do? <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we start a GoFundMe for them? I mean <laughs> –
2: I, I'm tapped out. I was already uh, funding the the thing for the Kardashian chick so she could be a billionaire. So I'm, yeah,
1: I'm broke. Oh, I gave it the office.
2: <laughs> I am I, I, curious what happened with that. If they, if they People shut that down or if freaking they...
1: gave to her. It's it's just Fucking oh my god. Unreal.
2: They did I mean, it for the lulls. That's about it. But still, it's just what what is even sick, so, what a like, sick world we live in. What
1: Allow me to up be that sentiment rich.
0: Sentiment that, that that's even like you know. But you know what's funny about that is that I a lot of them. We're fucking liberals who were like, oh, well, she'll be like one of the first female billionaires and we should empower her by giving her another hundred million so she can get. I saw so much of that in that like coverage. Like it wasn't it, I don't think it was ironic. Like I, I think a lot of it was fucking serious. And I'm like, I, this this is the fucking modern day Democratic Party. Like this is who they fucking are.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: well, well you know, speaking of fucking the horrible fascists and shit we should talk about. Um, the portland uh unite oh, the right I, th- I thought you were going to segue in into pres- israel no we'll get to them i yeah. th- this is the fascist corner of the podcast we're going to talk about a whole bunch of uh atrocious uh things going on in the world right now um, i'm going to bring us down after our <laughs> semi triumphant you know uh thing about the primary so uh they had that that uh was it called the, or it wasn't the was it the unite the right rally the thing in portland Patriot Prayer
2: uh, is the name of that group out there. So. The
0: group, yeah. Patriot Prayer, and then the Proud Boys came, and then... You yeah. Know, it, it's, it's it's all the mostly
2: the... Up. Yeah, it's the guys that cosplay as, like, South Park characters, and then want to fight people and get, you know... And then the cops have to protect them because a thousand Black Block Antifa kids will show up to, like, literally beat the shit out of these Nazis. Um, and mm-hmm. so, you know, what, what the Portland Police likes to do, though, is they'll rush a crowd with batons and uh, just smack them with batons smack people with batons anyone on the street who's in their path and then throw concussion grenades and i'm sure you saw the photos of this guy who uh, got shot in the back of the head with a concussion grenade fired from a from a rifle and it, he was wearing a, a bicycle helmet. And it went through the helmet, and the b- whole back of his skull was bloodied from it. Oh, and
0: it, it would have fucking there, killed him if he didn't have that helmet on.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, bike helmets aren't supposed to withstand an impact from anything more than 10 miles an hour before they fail, right? And you can imagine yeah. this thing's probably traveling several hundred miles an hour right when they shoot those things and there's the, and they say when they when, so when the portland chief of police said well, you know when they said well did you fire this straight at him and the response was well we train our officers to arc their shots well that's not oh, the answer yeah. to the question okay. it, it was the question was did he shoot it directly at him well we don't train them to do that well that's not the answer to the fucking question so of course so, he did of course the officer fired of directly into a crowd at head level and almost killed somebody so if he if he did arc his shot, uh, you know,
0: being devil playing devil's advocate, he would have had to have fired it from almost point blank range because it hit him in the back of the head. So if for, if he was arcing his shot, either that guy's the tallest fucking guy on the planet, or he literally shot him almost at point blank range with a yeah, fucking well, there's, concussion there's grenade. There's,
2: f- there's photos of the officer holding the the this uh, tear gas uh, canister concussion grenade thing that it shoots, and he the whole time he has it pointed directly at the crowd. Um so yeah, there was no course. there was no arcing of the shots. Fucking
0: absolute, well, you know, I mean th- those are the those were the proud boys that couldn't get the day off. So that's why they were, you know, exactly. they were doing exactly. what they were doing. Um so, you know, obviously everyone saw footage from this and it was very clear that the uh cops were only facing the uh, antifa and the anti, you know, Nazi side, which is what antifa is, anti fascist. Uh they weren't at all facing the Nazi side. Uh they were just, you know, uh, and and there was videos, you know, where, where where the police just started firing concussion grenades, and there's no immediate. Uh, Is that
1: a thing? A concussion grenade? That
0: it yes. creates a, a, a concussion like blast, like.
1: And why do our police have these again?
2: Just con- it's crowd control. Because,
0: yeah, no, because the police use chemical weapons. Right. And, so they, know, they warfare the tactics. Night, on yeah,
2: planes. the night that I got beaten with batons, um, about two minutes prior to that, the police threw three concussion grenades directly into the crowd. So there's no shrapnel, but it's still a grenade that explodes and it's very loud. If it's, you remember the girl that it, at Standing Rock that got her arm blown off? Yeah, yeah. She got that's what a that's right? what a concussion grenade does. If it's touching you when it explodes, yeah, it's, it's still just, a huge a force. Explosion. Yeah, It's there's just no, I mean the shrapnel is plastic; it could still cut you, and you could still bleed to death. But that's that's what the Portland police use for crowd control. They throw just, uh, that kid in in Oakland they got his head blown open by one of these concussion grenades, and he was a veteran.
1: I'm terrified for people because someday there's going to be something, some cause that that does unite the bulk of us, where we all take to the streets.
0: Oh, they're going to fucking kill us. They're absolutely going to kill us through these crowds. And this is what things, we're yeah.
1: we're looking forward to. It's scary.
0: When they also have these like these guns that spray out these pepper spray, you know, pellets that they were using. Like so, um, the cops are fucking. Thugs. Oh we yeah, the this.
2: the 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 pepper spray paintball guns that just. Oh uh, yeah, those
0: those were real. You know. Yeah chemical warfare essentially on american citizens again so again these people are protecting fucking nazis and the only thing that the antifa people can be accused of is uh showing up and uh fighting these fucking nazis who uh seems like their only goal is to intimidate people in the streets and you know fucking cause uh you know terror uh you so essentially they're just Fucking terrorists. Um, yeah, well, you I'm not the... down
1: with violence on any side. I'm not down with it so, on Antifa. I'm not down with it Nazis. I'm not down with well, it I'm with anybody, down.
2: Oh, so. I'm definitely down on violence d- on Nazis. I, so, yeah, um, I, and I, if you're not, I got bad news about what we did in World War Two. So, uh, not, not so really sorry the thing on that one.
0: Is like Nazis. If Nazis are allowed to roam the streets freely, uh, they're just gonna. It, that that's how fascism creeps in is by normalizing things like Nazis marching in the streets. Like, and I'm not saying that the government is literally going to become the fucking you know the 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 SS but i mean essentially you look at things like ice who are a, a, a gestapo force for the fucking trump administration and you know the obama administration before them uh, normalization of things like fascism cannot be allowed in a society and i have no fucking problem with people uh you know uh masking up and being the fuck out of these white supremacists to the point where they're scared to march openly in the streets because I don't want to live in a society where people feel comfortable saying that they're Nazis or saying that, uh, you know, I, I I'm a proud boy or like, you know, uh, openly identifying as that. Well, and, I
1: would just categorize that. I do see a difference between what soldiers do and what I or you know, other people not in uniform do. And yeah, and, but you know, that's my, yeah, but to comrade's point about, you know, what we did in world war two, I, I do think there's a difference there.
2: That. Yeah, without well, state-sponsored our, killing sure, that we did in World War II, but uh, but but now we have a police force that are is they are the Nazis. They're on the side yeah, of the Nazis I mean. now. So what do you do when you know the government is protecting Nazis in the street? Who we, I mean, you remember the remember the, the last year when they drove a car into a crowd of people and killed a girl and they they cornered a black kid in a parking garage and beat him with metal poles it
0: would have killed him if he didn't that's, get that's that's out what out they there, yeah. they
2: do that's what they will do regardless of whether you show up or not so that the only reason
0: prote- i don't think that guy no. was protesting they just fucking caught him in a parking garage yeah
2: so the the only way you stop that is outnumber the fuck out of them and every chance you get you make those people afraid to organize as fascists
0: Yeah. So, and you know, the whole concept of by any means necessary is, you know, what we, what, the way you respond to fascists is not to, you know, say, oh, well, I respect your right to march or blah, blah, blah. No, they're going to march and they're going to get their permits and do whatever they need to legally do. And then you show up in, you know, tenfold numbers and you fucking intimidate them because their whole goal is to intimidate people and to make people scared and to make, you know, marginalized groups scared to walk the streets so you need to make them fucking scared to walk the streets and if that means beating the shit out of them uh they're showing up wearing fucking you know goofy cosplay shields and armor and you know things like that they expect to fight so you know i i have no fucking problem with uh antifa showing up and beating the shit out of these people because that's what they're asking for they're showing up looking for a fight and if we don't give it to them, they're going to feel fucking emboldened. They're going to feel like they can do this everywhere. So the only way to really fight this, because the government's not going to step in and say that they don't have a right to march, the only way to fight it is to make them fucking scared to march and scared to identify as Nazis. Like, that to me is... I, I have no problem with that. I, I you see a
1: difference between, you know, asking a lot of people to show up and making that an intimidation versus, you know, actually being violent. But I'm a very nonviolent person. I don't kill bugs, so...
0: I'm, I, I'm a, I I consider myself a pacifist, you know, especially so when it comes you, to foreign policy. But Are you a commie I, now and vegan? <laughs> I, I think you can be a... We've uh, made a lot like of progress tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, and I could be wrong, and I, I'm sure there are pacifists who would disagree with me, but I think you can be a pacifist, but still, uh, you know, fight what's actually right and just say that I would never p- participate in state-sponsored violence, on, you know, and, and things like that. I
1: guess some of it is who throws the first punch, too. Sure. I mean, self you know, I, defense. I think it's self defense well, to beat the
0: shit out uh, of Nazis. I would argue that their- calling
2: for the genocide of people of color is throwing the first punch. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. But, you know, we shouldn't just talk about punching Nazis. We got to talk about what gives rise to fascism. And what gives rise to fascism is disenfranchisement of the working class, right? Because some people will say, "Well, let's organize and unionize this this place of work and fight for better wages." And other people aren't going to think that way. They're going to go, "It's the Jews' fault. It's the Mexicans' fault. Uh, it's the Black people's fault." So we're going to, uh, you know, attack those people. We're going to scapegoat immigrants. We're going to do you know, all the things that uh, fascist. Spain and fascist Germany did so. You know, even though FDR uh, kicked a lot of Nazi asses and killed, dropped a lot of bombs at Nazis, he understood that the way to to prevent that was to give people healthcare, was to give people a living wage, was to give people dignity. So the way you prevent people from turning into Nazis is all the the really good stuff that we talk about on our on our platform and on our podcast, and that's you know all the stuff that Bernie's been talking about for for ages. That you know he learned from from FDR that FDR learned from his wife and in and Francis Perkins his labor secretary you know so it's it's i don't want to punch anyone i don't want to turn into a a society where there weren't fucking nazis who were <laughs> exactly exactly And so- that
1: is what's terrifying about the Trump era is that so much of that has been emboldened and that that is concerning to me undoubtedly yeah, oh, that yeah there are so absolutely. many people that they just feel, feel like it's perfectly cool just... proud yeah to go out there and go, so yeah. really it's They're susan sarandon's
2: fault all the all the nazis it's susan sarandon's fault <laughs> and the green party
1: I... yes well guys yeah, exactly. i don't know if
2: you know this but according to Alyssa
0: milano uh the green party uh is uh a, a, a branch of the russian government essentially i you know i, I, I wanted to mention oh, that Alyssa. during the, the during the pro- i you know for a while i thought she was good because she canvassed for some good people but uh, she tweeted out uh, during uh, regarding that Ohio race. Uh, you know what sucks? Because of our unwillingness to pass policy that protects our election integrity, I immediately think that the Green Party votes tonight are Russian meddling. Why else would anyone cast a protest vote in Ohio when there's so much at stake? Um, so you know, Aly- Alyssa's probably a really smart person. Isn't, so yeah, isn't
2: Tony Danza also like a huge right winger? Or am I thinking of Scott Bayo? I get
0: those Alyssa Milano is a liberal like she's yeah. well so yeah she was I, I guess I guess what you said is accurate she's yeah. a right winger but um so, uh, I want
1: to blame this on the people that are around Alyssa. I think that if we actually got her in a room at some point and talked to her for a while like I mean, we could deprogram her. How stupid
0: her. you have to be to fucking say something <laughs> like that. So okay, by the way, Green Party in that race got about 1000 votes. If the Russians were meddling in an election and changing votes, <laughs> do you not think that they'd give their candidate more than a thousand votes in a
2: fucking district with like 300,000 well, people guys, in them? I mean, they to gotta, Putin, so. <laughs> I mean, realistically, though, if the Greens get more than a thousand votes in Ohio, someone's really going to notice. So <laughs> maybe <laughs> Russia probably knows there's a limit <laughs> to how much you can get Greens votes. Sorry, I love you, Green Party, though.
0: So, and you know, it's just fucking absurd. And of course, you know, again, a thousand times, nobody is fucking owed a vote. That's not how democracy works. You you. fucking go out and campaign for votes. And if you don't get them, tough shit, you know, sucks for you. Then you fucking try again next time. You are not owed anyone's vote. It is not a protest vote. If somebody votes for somebody that you don't want them to fucking vote for, that's not how fucking democracy works. I don't know yeah. how many other ways we could say well, this. Well,
2: it's even beyond that. The notion that people who would vote Green Party would have otherwise voted for Hillary Clinton this is absurd. Others, it's, it's like, do they, do they know how insane that is? I mean, do they know that how, just... It's, it's like... I, I can't even think of an analogy. It's just so. Uh,
1: well, the, that's the, the thing is, a lot of people don't the the even show the Democratic up. Party. They don't even show up because there's nothing to excite them. So, you know what? Great. If, if a Green Party excites them and it gets them to show up and vote, sure. Why not? Like, people, sh- everybody should have something on the ballot that gets them yeah, excited exactly. and hopeful. Yeah. Greens well, I, don't I, run I in never... every
0: office. And exactly. th- there's a chance that, that when a Green per- a person shows up to vote for the Green Party candidate, In the congressional race that they might vote for some down ticket Democrats because... There's right. no green in that race. So, you know, you, great. Why don't you just tell all the green voters to stay home, and
2: then you'll fucking <laughs> lose every race, you fucking dumb fucks. Like, but that's it's, not it's how the, democracy the, works. No, it's the people that want to blame the Green Party are the same people that say the problem that with Dems and why they lose is gerrymandering, being we need to increase youth voter turnout. And then when you get they get more youth voter turnout, they tell them to go start their own party because they don't like right. the way they voted. It's the same pathology. Like, they only want it... Th- pe- more people to just think the way they, they do. And they don't want to do it I through honest means it. of communicating. Yeah. They want to do it by just shaming and berating people. And then they well, wonder why they lose. For them.
1: <laughs> Times are a-changing. I just and wish they would just fucking can come, come can out and do. say,
0: just vote for who we want you to vote for. Just vote for who we want you to vote for. That's what that we is want what you they're to they're do. <laughs> that is what they're, they're saying. But I just wish they would fucking say it and cut out the middleman. I've got hot sauce certain- in my
2: purse. You need to vote for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. You know what? I never fucking knew that I found out listening to that Jimmy Dore uh, Joe Rogan podcast. What? Apparently, Hillary lied about taking sniper fire in Bosnia. Did you guys know about this?
1: Yeah,
2: we all knew that yeah, was a lie. Yeah.
0: yeah, I know. Oh, I, I, I don't remember the story. Maybe I was a little young at the time, but like. She she lied about like taking so she pulled a Brian Williams and like nobody ever brings that up yeah. or calls her out or she's still like allowed.
2: To I mean, there's be so many things it's kind of low on the list, but yeah. no,
0: I know, but it's just like such a like people like you know raked Brian you know rightfully so rake Brian Williams over the coals for lying about this shit and it's like well this woman lied about it and then. Like it ran for president, and like that never came up during the presidential election.
2: I mean, <laughs> she, like, what she, the fuck? she took so much metaphorical sniper fire from the Bernie bros <laughs> that who can forgive her for getting confused?
0: It was, it was, it was like, it was like warfare. I mean, I think, I think her, she, she can, uh, you know, empathize because her yeah. struggle was on the same level. The, as people those sniper bullets were,
2: heavy... yeah, those, the sniper bullet rounds were uh, very sexist.
0: And apparently, like, of all people, Sinbad was the person that outed her and was like, No, no, I was on that trip. Like, <laughs> we didn't take <laughs> <slavery>. <laughs> Fucking Sinbad, like, fucking, you know, Ishboo's <laughs> dad from all that was like, Oh, no, we, 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 that never happened. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about.
2: <laughs> well, uh, it's, it, it wasn't it a stand up comedian that was the one that took down Cosby? Like, started making jokes yep. about yeah, Hannibal Cob- Burris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, so, you know.
0: Black stand-ups are going to save us all, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exposing corruption everywhere it lies, you know. Um, So uh, we also should, you know, I I mentioned that we're going to talk about a bunch of different fascist shit happening in the world. Uh, Israel, again, is, is, you know, absolutely bombarding Gaza with uh, bombs. Uh, They said it was set off because uh, Hamas supposedly launched 150 rockets in their direction. Even though nobody has any, you know, visual uh, proof of this, and you know, you would think that they have cameras pointed at them at all times, since they have them in a very small, walled-in, fucking prison. That they would, that they would have. They do evidence have
1: cameras everywhere there, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's fucking bullshit. So again, they just they're they're bloodthirsty fucking maniacs, and they're trying to ethnically cleanse the Palestinians. And so, so in response uh, to yeah. this fucking this this maybe you know missile fire. Um, they, you know, bombarded, uh, Gaza with bombs and they were saying that they were bombing Hamas targets yet somehow they managed to kill a, uh, year and a half old child and her nine months pregnant mother. Um, you know, but you know, Hamas targets, they were, they were, they were totally targeting Hamas. They weren't targeting civilian populations, even though they were clearly, if you watch the videos, bombing, uh, apartment buildings, you could see fucking apartment buildings where these bombs are going off.
2: So just to show you how twisted our world is, um, somebody uh, tweeted out three screenshots. The first is a headline from BBC News, and it says, Israel airstrike kills woman and toddler. And the next screenshot is a journalist tweeting out, Breaking, uh, Israel um, MFA, I forget that what that stands for, uh, a minister of something or other uh has issued a formal complaint to BBC World after their Gaza headline. And then the third screenshot is what the BBC changed their headline to. Gaza airstrikes kill woman and child after rockets hit Israel. So, okay, that sounds like it almost sounds like the two like an Israeli woman and child were killed based on the way that headline's worded. It it's just it's like the our, the, the the UK media and the American media are are I don't want to say they're owned by Israel, but it's like it's uncanny how they're. Yeah, it's like I'm not saying they're aliens, aliens, but it's aliens. Um, and and you, it's it's like, well, why were those rockets fired? Oh, well, they were fired because you have 1.2 million people living in an open air prison who are being starved to death, who Israel openly admits they are starving to death.
0: You know, and 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 another, the other thing is like again, I I I really. Question, even that the the fact that they launch these rockets, because we're to believe that somehow Hamas gets their hands on rockets, even though guns aren't allowed into Gaza, concrete's not allowed into Gaza, but somehow they have fucking rockets and rocket launchers where they can constantly just bombard. You know how many? You know how fucking long it would take to fire one hundred and fifty rockets it, from like single use rocket launchers. Like right. it would take well, fucking
2: hours. Like it, that's not Democracy, uh, Democracy Now did a good uh, expose on this. How Israel claims they have this uh, missile defense shield called um, Iron, uh, Dome. Iron Dome. Yeah, and they said, we well, the reason the them, rockets supposedly. don't land is because our uh, will shoot a missile to stop their rocket. Well, realistically, that's that's like shooting down a bullet with another bullet right it's and these, impossible. these these aren't ICBMs where they're meeting each other out in space and they've got thousands of miles to 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 hone in on each other we're talking about uh, hand fired rockets here that are only going maybe a few hundred you know to a few thousand yards there's no missile that's tracking that down and knocking it out of the sky so basically this democracy in alpes basically said look Look, there just aren't rockets being fired at the way Israel says there are. You know, They're making it up, and they're pretending this huge, expensive, uh, high-tech uh, missile program that we give them is what's preventing these rockets from actually killing anyone in Israel. When in reality, there's just hardly any being fired. And the ones that are, they're so small that it's like it put a hole in your drywall. And it, you know, in response, Israel drops a 500-pound bomb that levels a city block.
0: Yeah, and by the way, I've never, and I, you know, uh, obviously, maybe someone will correct me if I'm wrong. I've never heard of a uh, an Israeli being killed by Hamas rocket fire.
2: So you know, very seldom it does happen occasionally, but it's very seldom.
0: It's almost completely non-existent. Like again, this time, supposedly they fired 150 rockets. Nobody was hurt. No, no, nobody fucking died. So again, you know, they're the, the fucking. Masters of propaganda. The the it's Leku really hard too because I want it's to say demand unreal. proof,
1: right? But then you know we get proof that's basically staged scenes and things that that don't really happen. So well, they don't even it's bother really anymore tough.
0: with that. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Like they're just <laughs> yeah. like, no, it's just we say. But yeah, I, I you know, and I I didn't even know that about the expose about the Iron Dome, and I always just assume like, oh yeah, I guess maybe that works. But it it, yeah. it truly well, makes no fucking sense. Rockets are in the air for fucking 20 seconds like you, 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 you're gonna mount the fucking missile that immediately recognizes a missile being launched and then immediately manages to intercept it in midair it's like no of yeah. course not
2: yeah well fucking now it's nonsense. like you don't even need to have a rocket for israel to to bulldoze your entire neighborhood well it's oh there was anyway <laughs> there was a tire on fire and a kite so we had to shoot them and their doctors they were sending... and the field medics so we had to sniper shoot a 21 year oh old girl
0: fucking that's how they fucking justified their last round of bombings a couple weeks ago is that Palestinian or that Hamas was sending too many flaming kites over to Israel. Like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? It's a flaming kite. Like, what
2: are you, what is it going to do? Gee, is that not
0: the biggest fucking like metaphor you've ever seen in your life that, that they're being bombarded with fucking bombs that we give them and, and response Palestinians are responding with, uh, flaming pieces of fucking you know paper or, or nylon or whatever the fuck kites are made out of like yeah
2: that kind of well, tells you they
1: don't really have rockets yeah no
0: yeah that they wouldn't shoot flaming kites if they had this fucking stockpile of rockets that they claim hey to have.
2: guys chuck Schumer said it israel has a right to defend itself so i mean so, so if you breathe <laughs> in, right in the, the smoke from like those burning tires kites. that could hurt their lungs so they have to shoot guys. those people we're not thinking about what these flaming kites are doing to
0: the environment. Like, really, they're kind of like eco-terrorists, if you think about it. That, like, you know, with all these flaming kites, they're yeah. they're, they're the real uh, cause
2: of climate change, I, not, I, not, I, not our pollution. I'm worried if Hamas is left unchecked that their flaming kites will turn the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay! Do you understand that?
0: <laughs> ah, ah, <shit> <laughs> so yeah um uh, yeah i you know i just i i i, I don't know how many fuck I, 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 have no, I have nothing else to say about them they're fucking terrorists israel and the government of fucking israel are fucking terrorists and we're totally complicit and uh assisting them in, in in their genocide of a uh sovereign nation that nobody will even recognize as a sovereign nation anymore. So, you know, I mean, w- w- what else can you say about it? I mean, that's just what's happening. It's what's going to continue to happen, no matter who fucking is well, president.
2: Well, I mean, we we are arming them because they were a, a you know marginalized community who experienced their own genocide. I'm sure we wouldn't ever arm uh, an Arab dictatorship now, would we? See, you know, it's funny that you should mention that uh, <laughs> because I also have a story here uh,
0: coming out of uh, arm Yemen. Arm everyone. Yeah, where, where we are... Uh, arming and uh facilitating uh saudi arabia in their genocide what? of the poorest fucking country in the world pretty much. but they're a dictatorship why would we sell guns and
2: arms to dictatorships that's not I, you I, know
0: i i don't know we really should we should investigate this because i i really don't i don't I. it sounds like it can't be true on the surface i, like, I, I can't you know,
2: believe that we
0: would do such a thing
2: no i mean venezuela is so, a dictatorship right i heard that today Oh, venezuela
0: venezuela you fucking socialists come on <laughs> venezuela that's all they say they don't even have to say anything about venezuela they'll just say the name venezuela it's, yeah a, a fucking it's, great seriously. argument and it's, and, it's as like rachel Mano. right
2: venezuela yeah it's, it's like rachel Mano just pointing at a picture of putin for an hour like that that's the pe- <laughs> people on the right are just like <laughs> it's venezuela it's like just what do wildly you know about gesticulating venezuela? towards a picture uh, of putin uh, yeah. like that onion headline <laughs> It's like the, like if if you if you run out of a product in America, it's a sign that you did good business and it's really popular. If you run out of a product in Venezuela, it's a proof that uh, paying people a living wage uh, and having a sustainable economy is somehow bad. Uh, I guess <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just uh,
0: so anyway. So yeah, Saudi Arabia. Uh, we've been uh, funding their fucking genocide of uh, Yemen because Saudi Arabia trades on the petrodollar. And I was explaining this concept to somebody, and it's, again, not something a lot of people know about, but essentially what happens is that they uh, are, you know, the biggest oil exporter in the world, I believe, among the top, you know, five, if not the biggest. Um, And what they do is they force anyone who buys oil from them to convert their money into U.S. dollars uh, before they buy it. And what that does is artificially inflate our currency, which we fucking love. So... Because they do this, we will literally do anything that they fucking ask us to do, including funding this fucking and, and arming and, you know, giving them uh, st- strategic tips for this genocide uh, in Yemen, which I-, I couldn't tell you why they're fucking doing it. I, I know there's some element of like Houthis versus like it- 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 religious bullshit, you know, but also, you know, uh, uh, apparently there's talks that Saudi Arabia wants to
2: build a pipeline. For yeah, Yemen. there's the
1: ports. There's a bunch of different reasons why. So,
0: um, in any wouldn't event, it be,
2: uh, wouldn't it be, uh, I was just thinking about something, wouldn't it be weird if there was another big superpower in the Middle East that we didn't like because they didn't trade their oil with our, uh, with our <laughs> yeah, petrodollar? It's, it's,
0: it's funny you say that because, uh, Ar- Iran actually got off the petrodollar and, and then, you know, immediately after I heard a lot of people in the news talking about how, uh, how unstable that regime is, and how we can help push it uh, towards further destabilization. <laughs> oh, wow. If we really want peace in that region. I'm, t- I'm sure it's unrelated, though, but, you know. No, uh, totally, um, totally. Well, ju- spread we're just,
2: democracy. We're, we're, we're the greatest uh, force for spreading democracy in the world, right? It's true. True spread
0: story. Yes. So, yeah, the reason I brought it up, you know, because obviously uh, the U.S. media is totally ignoring this. MSNBC, according to, I, I think somebody did a study, uh, has not talked about Yemen in two years. They haven't mentioned Yemen, even, even though we're fucking, uh, you know, funding and assisting in this fucking genocide of the poorest people in the Middle East.
2: We just just need Russia to meddle with Yemen's elections. Well, this yeah, is right?
1: interesting to me, too, because there are plenty of Republicans that are upset about this, too. I mean, this is, you know, left, right, whatever, but Rand none Paul of the mainstream was... media. Yeah, yeah. will cover it.
0: Rand Paul has been talking about this for years. I mean, there's a clip of him famous clip that I'm sure everyone's seen where Wolf, where he's on fucking with Wolf Blitzer, uh, that, 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 you know, beacon of charisma. (laughs) And, uh, He was talking about what we're doing, how we're fueling their jets and how we're giving them targets and how we're funding them and giving them bombs. And Wolf Blitzer's like, so to you, this is a moral issue because, you know, there's a lot of jobs at stake if we, uh, (laughs) if we stop. (laughs) He literally fucking said that without any hint of irony, because clearly it was just fed into his earpiece because he's a fucking, you know, teleprompter monkey. He doesn't fucking have an original thought in his skull. Uh, can, you, can you imagine saying with a straight face, hey, so to you, uh, assisting in a genocide is a moral issue because, you know, there's a lot of uh, m- jobs at stake that, uh, with these American defense contractors. <laughs>
1: like- Anybody making that argument, do they not realize that you can diversify? That you can take a company that does something horrible and make it do something even, you know, like actually good for people, for humanity. And even more, shareholders
2: don't like transition. (laughs) That's uncertainty. And we might have to um, hire more people. Just keep going with the war. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how how does that
0: sentence come out of your mouth? Like, how the (laughs) fuck does that sentence leave your lips and you not immediately like blow your brains out on air because you're so ashamed that you said that out loud? Like,
2: That's the new Neolib uh, defense of private health insurers is that, well, if we go to a Medicare for all system, all those people will lose their jobs. And I was tweeting about this this week. It's like most of those people's jobs is to review claims to look for any reason to deny coverage when Mm -hmm. someone actually does get sick. So uh, fuck their jobs. I don't I don't give a shit about their jobs. Your job is to make someone else's life miserable. You know, like, and and again, you know, you insure more people. You insure thirty million more people. They're going to go to the doctor more, and that means more n- nurses and clerks and people who are filing paperwork. Like, you're going to have a lot more jobs it's by covering jobs everybody. Like the, the, Absolutely,
0: the, the creating creating a universal healthcare system would actually create jobs, and that's you know, again, those people could be transitioned into uh, jobs working in 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 that sector. A and lot of those like companies, it's companies literally moving disappear. someone...
1: From team A to team B. I yeah, mean it's like it, the it, it's, you know, the team that works for, you know, the the uh, Bank of America versus the one that, you know, works for the Medicare group or whatever. It's just yeah. moving from one chair to another.
0: <sighs> so anyway, oh so but the re- and again I, I got sidetracked, but the reason I brought it up is because uh Saudi Arabia the other day uh bombed a school bus and killed twenty-nine children. So, you know, nailed I, it. It's, it's nailed fucking it. it's fucking amazing to me that this isn't the the lead headline on every fucking newspaper in the country with a little subheader saying uh, U.S. funds and arms and uh, assists Saudi Arabia in this in this fucking genocide that they're committing. Uh, apparently, the, those deaths um, are on our fucking hands as Americans.
2: Jake like Tapper those? actually tweeted out something about uh, that massacre, that uh, US, U.S.-backed Saudi uh, bombing I campaign.
0: I saw that. He actually
2: did tweet that. Yeah. I Jake wish they
0: radicalized, would fucking talk guys. about it. He's being yeah. it. Keep, I keep wish they would talk him. about it uh, like they talk about this fucking like Trump Tower meeting from three fucking years ago. So I have every a theory. I
1: have a theory that progressives are constantly, you know, holding Jake's feet to the fire, right? Because he's got so many bad takes on things. I think he's yeah. starting to listen. Keep it up. Keep doing it.
2: Well, it, it,
0: fucking He's actually uh, better than most people. He's horrible, but he's better than most of the people on CNN. Yeah. Which Glenn
2: Greenwald tweeted him out or a uh, quote tweeted him. So I'm sure he got tons of negative feedback for that cuz <laughs> there there's probably no more consistent, morally consistent journalist out there globally than than Glenn Greenwald um yeah, and, and probably yeah. nobody more hated by liberals than uh, than him <laughs> as well. So <laughs> Oh, fuck.
1: We love you, Glenn. We
0: love, yeah. No, come on the show, Glenn. Please,
2: um,
0: <laughs> bring your so, dogs. To-
2: bring your dogs, Glenn. Oh, dude, he's such a good fucking guy. He like rescues he's a vegan. all these dogs. He's Brazil a vegan. And, like, <laughs> he, 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 him and
0: his, him and his part, his husband. I think they're he, they're married now. Uh, run like a dog rescue in Brazil because like all there's all these stray dogs there, and they like just yeah. take in all these fucking. Like he's such a good dude. And so let, the, let yeah. the
1: record show. I have switched to coconut milk in my Starbucks. So Hooray! I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm oh, hey, the time. Ladonna,
2: <laughs> I ha- I have to admit to you that I enjoyed Starbucks a couple times when I was uh, visiting. Uh, what? I, I was out of town. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it turns out that in uh, in Chicago, uh, there's no coffee shops because Starbucks owns every fucking. place. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna, gonna say Pop you probably there's no option not even go to a non yeah, Starbucks yeah. coffee yeah. shop. Yeah, And so I was staying in Chinatown, which <laughs> you can find tea every other every other corner, but uh, find an actual <laughs> coffee shop, I couldn't do it. So I had to. Break my vow you to indulge. never pick over Starbucks. We forgive you. <laughs> I right. Forgive you. All right. We can, we can find some ground here. supporting Schultz for president 2020, <laughs> comrade.
0: You're supporting his presidential pack by 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 uh, apparently business to Starbucks. The, the whole ten dollars
2: I spent there over the weekend.
0: He's going to run on uh, you know Medicare for all is too wild of an idea. So I'm sure he's going to go far in the Democratic primary. Yeah. I doubt. Um. <laughs> Uh, but before we get out of here, you wanted to briefly mention uh, some climate change related stuff because you had Oh, yeah. To well, kinda,
2: I mentioned how the, mentioned one earlier. the DNC has voted to start taking uh, fossil fuel PAC money again, which to me is abhorrent because right now, um, you know, uh, there's a fire the size of Los Angeles burning in California that's the mm-hmm. biggest wildfire in the history of California. Um and you just there's no way you can not attribute that to climate change. It's it's walking making all the, the
1: way to New York now. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's the biggest fire. They don't think they can put it out for weeks still. Um it's just there's it's unprecedented. These fire tornadoes, fire nados they call them, you know, and it's it's just it's drier. Uh there's less mountain snow to uh to cool down things, there's less moisture in the soil. It's These just fires it's,
1: actually it's, crossed a river.
2: Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and then at the same time the DNC says, "Oh, we uh, you know, they're like, "Well, Trump is bad because he's he's uh rolling back the um the fuel efficiency standards for for state of California." Well, it's at the same time DNC just decides we they can only go 2 months without taking fossil fuel money. <laughs> well, so what's the fucking difference? And then so I so I, you know, I, you guys know where I work. I won't say it again because Anthony will say take a shot if I do. Um, <laughs> so I work at the I, State Department. So yeah. <laughs> so I get a call uh, yesterday from a woman who's frantically trying to get passports for her family because the smoke is so bad they can no longer stay where they are staying. Oh, and nice. they were they were uh, naturalized citizens. They were uh, the family was from Egypt and they they got naturalized and it's such a huge area. It's not like you can just go stay in a hotel across town and get out of there. It's like, they need to leave the region and they didn't have any other friends in other parts of the country. So it's like literally like the only place they can go is to flee the country back to Egypt. Cause the fires are so, and the smoke is so bad there. Wow. So this is literally, these are, these are naturalized American citizens. These are American climate refugees fleeing the country. That's how bad this is. So, you know, when I get a call like that, it's, it's your daily job, and a lot of times people's experiences seem abstract. And then you have something where it's like, no, this is, this is affecting people in real time, right now, in our country. You know, it's it's not just some island nation that's going to be covered up by you know in the next big tsunami and never return again. This is right in our backyard. So it, USA was, it was it was uh, I would say it was chilling if if what well, didn't have like an ironic uh, ring to it, but it was definitely like wow, this is the age we live in now.
1: Well, in this discussion of, you know, states' rights and things on the environment and everything, I mean, there was a story today that said that, uh, I guess dust or whatever, the the air from the fires in California have traveled now 3,000 miles to New York Wow. So you know, don't act like this is just your state, and you know it only matters to you. No, this this affects us all. This is it's all of our planet. Affect everybody, sure. exactly. I mean, um, we don't have a, you know, a planet Katrina. B, as they say. Yeah.
0: People, people actually kind of you know unofficially refer to Katrina victims and people that fled Katrina as the first. American victims of climate change or American climate <clears throat> refugees because it was yeah. just so obviously
2: something you, know. um, you guys should look into more. I don't know if how much you know about this already. Is uh, public trust doctrine, doctrine, public trust doctrine, and you know, in 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 civil lawsuits, you have to prove that a person was harmed or lost money. In order to sue damages for damages, right? Uh, there was a guy that uh, got cancer from Monsanto Roundup who just oh, won like a three hundred million dollar mm-hmm. lawsuit, right? So it's like you got, something really bad has to happen to a person before you can sue. And basically, the, the idea of public trust doctrine is that you start granting rights to natural resources, into land, into water, so that people can sue on behalf of things that aren't people to basically protect them. Right. So, to, you know, how the 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 in I Heart Huckabees, the guy says, well, to save the marsh, you have to own the marsh. Well, this would be very different than that. This, of course, would be instead of owning the marsh, you could sue on behalf of the marsh itself. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But, you know, the DNC is taking fossil fuel money again.
1: Right. No, actually, well- they, there was a vote. They haven't. I don't know what the vote... I'm sure the
0: vote voted No, be, the, but, yeah. I saw a headline race just a few... Like, not long ago, it said that said they, that they've taken... They took st- the vote. D- <laughs> Democrats effectively repeal parties ban on fossil fuel donations. Yeah, it, the months. vote was 28 to so, 4. You know guys i know i know this sounds bad but you have to understand you can't take a, you can't take a spoon to a knife fight and i understand that you know it, 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 the, the climate change is a real serious threat but guys we have to lead with our values and we can't lead with our values if we're taking a spoon to a knife fight and i'm mixing up my metaphors and i don't know what the fuck i'm saying <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm the leader of the Democratic Party and I can't fucking well, string two sentences together. So,
1: so while people are paying attention, they make a change and everybody goes, woohoo! And then they're yeah, hoping that yeah. nobody's paying attention for this this next part, but please pay attention.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Mike Brown's mother announces she's running for Ferguson City Council.
2: That's oh, awesome. wow. That just do came you think, across. Do you uh, think she'll here. win? <laughs>
0: gee i don't know Uh, i don't know i think the demo you know it'll be demographics shifts that uh that that'll that'll cause her win i'm sure they'll say oh yeah yeah. um but the demographics are totally on her side and ferguson i'm pretty sure she's uh gonna do pretty well there um so in any event um yeah the democrats are horrible saudi arabia is horrible we're horrible nazis are horrible alex jones is horrible Cheers. Everything's horrible, but we're winning some elections. We're winning a lot of elections, a lot of yes. small races, and you know we're winning some big ones, and I, I really hope we can take out some of the heavy hitters, but
2: um, I'm hopeful. All the, all the Joe Crowley's are going to go down eventually, and not go down in the way that socialists go Not in a go good down, way. Because we do it for Cornelius, okay? We're talking about big money going down as in like getting <laughs> stomped into the ground.
1: <sighs> There's at least 50 Dems now though, that were, are publicly saying they won't support Pelosi for Speaker. That's good. Yeah, that's awesome. There's, There's some progress.
0: Yeah, so, uh, you know, that about does it for us uh, this week. But uh, you can uh, find us over on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left until we get taken down, deplatformed. We're on iTunes. You can rate, review, subscribe over there. Uh, We're on Facebook, uh, again, until we get deplatformed, facebook.com slash move left idiots. Oh, you can check us out on Teespring. Uh, We're doing a merch drive to help us pay some of the hosting costs. You can pick up. Uh, a really cool uh Move Left Idiots t shirt. Uh we also have women's cut tees, uh tote bags, mugs, all kinds of shit. So te- check that out. Teespring.com slash move left.
2: Can we get um, the um can we get the little like uh you know like keychain bottle opener? Can we get one of those with move left on it? Is yeah. that an option?
0: I should look into it. Um <laughs>
2: Probably really small there's all on kind there. of weird yeah. shit. you
0: can get like baby onesies and shit, I think,
2: on there. So we'll Ooh. we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> finally a reason for me to have children. <laughs>
0: right, right. Um yeah, so uh I'm uh I'm on twitter.com
2: at uh move underscore left.
1: I'm at polybent, P O L I B E N T.
2: I am also on Twitter.com at K S Riot nineteen ninety nine.
0: And uh remember everybody. You know what? I will go to I will go to hell before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages. I'm done. I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. So, yeah, there's that, (laughs) and we will catch you (laughs) next week uh, for Move Left Idiots.
2: Excellent, excellent.
0: Bye, everyone.